It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's Television Tuesday, Spyrokin's podcast where we talk about new and recent TV shows. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hope all of you've had a very good week for watching TV. Hope you've been doing other things as well, maybe reading books, reading manga, watching anime, playing video games, games, traveling, whatever you've been trying to keep yourself occupied during this time. I hope that you have been well. So if you're joining us for the first time, Welcome. Like I said, uh, Spark and Television Tuesday is the podcast where we talk about new and recent TV shows and tell you a little bit about it. We start off with a spoiler-free section, then after the music, we get into a spoiler-filled section. So if you haven't watched the episodes, once you hear the music, stop listening, watch them, then come back and you listen to spoiler episodes. I'll warn you beforehand, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher. Apple Music, iTunes, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search engine of your choice, and I guarantee you find us one way or the other. Now, the thing is, this week we actually don't have that many things to talk about because one one of our shows, Resident Alien, actually released an episode early, so we're a little ahead of schedule, and we it comes out tomorrow, so whole thing. So no Resident Alien this week. Also, we're going to wait on um, Prodigal Son, Episode 6. We're going to take a break off of that for a week. And we're actually going to just be talking about two TV shows this week. And then next week, we're going to be hit back with six shows. So let's actually get to it, Chai, because I'm actually excited to talk about these two shows. Both of them were excellent in very different ways. So so let's begin with my personal guilty pleasure, Snowpiercer, Season 2, Episode 5, Keep Hope Alive, directed by Leslie Hope. And this one is... It's been a crazy ride so far, and things have gone even more crazy. Because with some of the revelations from the last episode affecting this episode, it's set up a lot of tension. Because many things are going on. Right now, Mr. Wilford has decided to invite Miss Audrey to Big Alice for a... Well, let's just say it's a date, essentially. So, she's going to be sent there, and Layden wants her to spy on him. Meanwhile... We have the still the mystery of the murderer on the train, and let's be honest, Till is becoming frustrated with the situation, doesn't know what's going on. We have Josie currently on Big Alice trying to fix and heal herself from all the incident that happened last season. So a lot of components are happening in this story, but overall this episode sets up a lot of major movements, a lot of major motion, and also sets up some things which are truly shocking, and I gotta say... I can't go any more into this because it is so spoiler-filled. So this episode was well done. It's quick, and more importantly than that, it's one of those episodes that keeps you guessing what's going to happen next because now I think that Mr. Wilford is making his big move. So we'll see what happens. So this episode, definitely keep watching. Uh, Worth checking out and totally worth investing your time in. So that is our talk for... Snowpiercer, so let's get to the other show that I am so excited to talk about. And we're talking about WandaVision. And oh man, this episode, well, anyway, this is Breaking the Fourth Wall, Season 1, Episode 7, directed by Matt Shakeman again. And this episode parodies the 2000 TV series like Modern Family, that uh, interview style uh, TV show and this one focused on Wanda pretty much taking a day for herself because life is stressed out after what happened last episode um, she is breaking the fourth wall and she's talking directly to the audience about her thoughts and feelings 
And while she is doing that, Vision, who after what happened last episode, is trying to figure out what he wants to do with his life. And also, Monica and Jimmy on the outside of the hex are going to be trying to figure out what they can do to, well, save Wanda or stop her from doing whatever she's doing. And then, of course, there is that reveal at the end that I want to talk about right now. But holy smokes. Also, very catchy Munsters reference, I gotta say. Uh, I think that that's all we're gonna say about this one as well. This is really quick for our spoiler-free section. But yeah, this one is really, really, really freaking cool. Borrow friends, streaming password for Disney Plus right now. Watch it. Uh, so these are our two shows. Definitely. Uh, we'll get to our spoilers in a minute, but, uh, thank you guys for listening. I know this is quick, but we only had two. They're quick streamlined and we're going to get really in depth in the spoiler section. If you have a TV show you want us to talk about, email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N at Spyrokin.com. You could tweet, direct message me on Twitter at Spyrokin, or you can join our discord at tinyurl.com forward slash Spyrodiscord. And you can leave comments on our TV Tuesday or any of our other podcasts. Recommend stuff for us. We'd love having you join the conversation. Remember to like and subscribe. And with that in mind, this is the finishing of the non-spoiler section. So if you're finishing here, hope you guys enjoyed. I'm Zan. I'll catch you guys in the spoiler section. See ya. We are back again for the spoiler section of this podcast, and I've got to say, there is so much I want to talk about. And 
Let's get to it because, of course, it was Agatha all along. Of course, we all were saying it from the beginning that Agnes was Agatha Harkness. And holy shit, that reveal was so well done. It went from, okay, this is a modern family office style TV show suddenly to a horror show. And then, nope, it goes it, then it just the reveal and then that whole sequence of her doing the Agatha all along. I loved it. I am now excited and confused and wondering what the hell is going on. Also, that bitch killing Sparky. How could she have done that? How could she have killed him? Also, the stinger. But uh, for those of you who remember, we open up where it's Wanda kind of having a day to herself because of all the stress that happened. From last week from her expanding the hex to save vision and she's just kind of depressed about it and as you said the relationship has slowly been deteriorating and this episode is so different from how she is in the first episode where she's so in love with vision this is a i want to be alone and this is almost a i can't hide my depression anymore like i've been pretending to be happy but i'm depressed life sucks and she wants to be left alone and because of that she kind of neglects billy and tommy and that ends up leading to her to giving them to Agatha who the minute that Agatha we we know that something's wrong with Agatha when uh Tommy's like I can't I'm happy I'm here because I can't read your thoughts I can't hear your thoughts and the minute that or sorry it's you're quiet the minute that he said I was like okay something's up and then that ending but yeah we have that we have more of the town we get uh because Juan is so confused with life and she doesn't have a full, well, not path, but she's not set with what she's doing. She's confused. She's conflicted with life. That's why all of her powers are going out of whack right now. Like you see this, the house is constantly changing to each of the errors that were there and she can't control them. Meanwhile, while this is going on, I love the fact the aspect ratio goes from widescreen to full, completely large full screen. We got vision at the circus, which was once the sword outpost and how everybody is a clown or a circus user. And then the one big douchey sword agent is now the strong man who's in charge. And I love seeing Darcy as the uh, escape artist, then him waking her up because she's being very snarky and was really kind of um, like Max from Two Broke Girls, very like uh, flirty and weird. But I do like how she portrayed that. Then when she flips, like, it was, I, I'm, I'm here, but it was weird. I know I wanted to be in the show, but this is a strange situation. And having her fill in vision and his thoughts about it was very, a great look into vision's mind because he is so conflicted now because he doesn't know what's going on because he knows that Wanda saw him die twice. He's there, that she does love him, but something is wrong. And he doesn't know what to do because everyone's chosen what he is. And now he has to choose what he wants to do. And it's really confusing. And it's very kind of heartbreaking for him because he wants to get home, be with Wanda. That's his purpose. And it just it's very conflicted right now. And the fact that he that Wanda's putting up all these barriers, or maybe it was Agnes, we're not sure. Sorry, Agatha. We don't know for sure who's putting up the barriers with all those stupid barriers as they're trying to get to the house. The what it goes, okay, the light is red. Alright. Oh, now they're repairing the light. Shit. Oh, now there's kids crossing. I'm like, just like Darcy said, what's next? A bunch of puppies crossing? It was just completely crazy. And I like that Vision finally was like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. We got to go. And he just takes the takes the portable mic off and just flies off. And then we have that um, in the real world. 
we have Monica and Jimmy. We find out about Project Cataracts, whatever that is. And it's interesting that we now know that they are tr- we're trying to rebuild Vision for a weapon. Now, I'm curious how that's going to end up. I mean, Cataracts, I'm thinking that this might lead to White Vision because... Uh, in the comics, after Vision was destroyed, he was brought back as a all-white Vision with the solar gem. It was a very different character who was very robotic. Eventually, he becomes human again, but not. But it seems like Haywood and Sword are trying to do this, hence the sentient weapon observation and research department are doing all this for. It's like they seem to be making uh, their own cont- puppet version of Vision. And I see, one, that this is against the Accordax, because you're not allowed to do that ever since Tony Stark did that. So they're going against the Sokovia Accords. Hopefully there's a fallout with that. More importantly, I'm curious about whether or not it's going to be Ultron, because I know that they destroyed Ultron in Age of Ultron, but maybe his program's still hanging around inside of Vision's body, because there was a percentage that had been uploaded. So, not sure. It's an interesting thought. Gotta wait and see, though. I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. I really am. However, getting off topic. So, like I said, Jimmy and uh, Monica definitely trying to get in there. We see meet her secret friend who has brought a huge RV to go into the hex. It fails miserably. And then because Monica's a crazy person, she decides to go into the hex. And when she goes in, we hear Captain Marvel and we see different versions of herself and she merges together to become Spectrum or Photon or whatever secret identity she's using because Monica Rambeau is a superhero. And now we know that she is a superhero. She is a human mutate and she has powers. And at first, when you see her eyes, like, yeah, she's definitely Photon. But then when she's fighting Wanda for a second when they're arguing and she does a superhero land, I'm like, yes, that's a situation. But I do find it endearing that Monica does want to save Wanda. She's trying her best to save her and be like, listen, you're not going to get rid of me because, look, I know you're a good person and just want to be happy. And they're trying to, she's tr- trying to ground Wanda. And part of it's because maybe she sympathizes because of the fact that she lost her mom and she brings that up. I'm not entirely sure. And the thing is, Monica has never been my favorite comic character, but I do love her in this, and I want to see what they do with her. Hopefully something different. I do love that her sword outfit is her costume from the comics, so hopefully she keeps that. Not entirely sure. Uh, Two other things. One, the Nexus commercial, definitely hinting at Wanda being the Nexus, because she's a Nexus being, which means she is a center being that actually can appear in all times, all dimensions, which could lead to manipulations. And... We still don't know what's going on with Pietro. I mean, yeah, it looks like Agatha was in control of him, but is that Pietro because that's Pietro from the Fox universe, or is it something else? We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, Yeah, and that stinger at the ending where Snoop is going to snoop. Definitely snoopers are going to snoop, because that's how it goes. you got to find out if you're trying to study the secrets. you got to snoop and discover it. So, yeah, so... End of the episode, the reveal when they go into the basement, which is really creepy and well done. And them walking into that basement, which is essentially Agatha's secret coven with all the runes on the wall. And then you have the, it could be the Darkhold, it could be the Book of Cagliostro. We're not entirely sure. But seeing that and then seeing her close the door and her petting Mr. Uh, Senor Scratchy, 
and her just saying like, hi, how you doing? Let's introduce ourselves. I'm Agatha Harkness. <laughs> First I was like, yes. And then I was like, wait a minute, is she evil? And it's in your scratchy, the devil? What's going on? Who's Ralph? What is it? What is really going on? Next week is going to be a complete twist on where we're going. I'm, I've got some theories, but we will see where it goes. Uh, I love this episode, though. And if you have any thoughts, let me know. Email me at or tweet me at Spirekin. Uh, really, really, really fucking cool. Definitely. So now let's get on with Snowpiercer. And uh, what what can I say for Snowpiercer except, uh, yeah, that ending, it's completely fucked at this point, And I'm, it sucks. I think Audrey's going to flip. So um, what's happening on Snowpiercer, the big thing is that Melanie has not made contact with the latest weather burn balloon which is now sparking fear that she's dead or something happened to her and the the higher council of snow who decided to keep this a secret in order to keep hope alive and more importantly not give wilford a chance to make a, posi- a move and i love the fact that the person who proposes it is ruth showing that ruth does have a seat in the position and more importantly she is willing to be there for snow and I really like Ruth, and what she does at the ending makes me like her more, and hopefully she will be, redeem herself 100% to be a main member of the Snowpiercer Council. We're going to have to wait and see on that. But we have that going on. We have Wilford inviting Miss Audrey to spend time with him on Big Alice, and totally obsessed with her. Like, all that he's doing ever since he saw her last episode was playing her records and he's he's a man in love even though it's such a twisted situation because he forced her to try to kill herself and he has a hold on her and i hope she's able to resist that for a little longer i'm not sure though uh when greta saw it she's convinced that miss uh, audrey still doesn't trust him and is trying to complete her quote-unquote secret mission which was to adjust a panel to make it so that everyone could hear what he is doing, essentially putting a bug in his car so to spy on his communication. Don't know. I liked Miss Audrey. I just, it felt really, when she, at the end of the episode, it felt bad. Like, why would you do that, Audrey? You know he's bad for you, but I don't know. Maybe the heart wants what the heart wants. Maybe that's what they're trying to show in this with that storyline. However, uh, seeing the... Headwoods fixing Josie was horrific and kind of I love their witty banter because they're so weird and Josie not taking her medication in order to listen in on them that's 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 why Josie's an awesome character because she's able to internalize that pain and I like that icy Bob who is now a lot more sympathetic I mean you thought he was just a mountain man that wouldn't talk but he's charismatic and nice and just he's stuck in this situation where he's essentially the indentured servitude of Wilford has to do whatever he says, but he, he's nice to Josie and is trying to help her. And maybe they can turn Icy Bob. Uh, but well, whatever's going on with the Headwoods, because they seem like mad scientists and they're very worrisome. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Confusing. Um, with Till hanging out with Pastor Logan and them sparring, I think something's up with Pastor Logan. Because he's hinting that uh, Layton's reign is falling and there's they need a new leader. And that makes me think that the pastor is one of the bad guys. Really, I mean, it could be a red herring, but I think he's one of the villains of the piece. Uh, also, with Terrence not taking the deal, the minute he did that and he, he threatened Josie, 
we knew he was dead. But seeing Pike try to be honorable, say, listen, I want to give you a chance. And then he's like, I didn't want to do it like this. You could have killed yourself or you could have fought me. But no, you you wanted to be a dick. And he just kills him and then fills his mouth orifice up with steel. And oh, God, messed up way to die. Uh, I hope that Leighton, because he's in charge of the the, tra- the trade route, make Pike in charge of janitorial. I think that would be kind of, well, he just traumatized the guy. So, yeah. And uh, last thing with the episode is seeing all the brakemen just get assassinated by the mysterious figures. Part of me thought it was Tailies. Another part of me is like, it might be first class. Because some of the first class members... They, I really wonder what's going on with them, and I really am, I don't want to think they're all bad, but some of them feel like they're bad. They feel just as bad as the ones from last season, uh, LJ's, what was it, Mrs., uh, season one LJ's mom was, uh, give me a moment, I will remember in a moment, it was, uh, uh, oh, the Folgers, it was Lila Folger and, uh, Robert Folger with the freaking eye. I didn't think there was anyone else like that, but apparently there is. So, well, we'll find out next week. So that is a great episode. You'll hear Greta's thoughts on both of those next week because this week she's kind of busy. She had a lot going on this week for work. So, just me doing the podcast this week. But no worries. Next week we'll be up and running and back to 100%. I hope you guys have a great week. I'm excited to do some of these. We're actually going to be talking next week about one definitely new show. We're talking about Superman. And Lois. More importantly, I'm going to be releasing a Zan's Extraordinary Superhero Examination podcast where we talk about uh, Superman and Lois and the other DC shows. We might go into tangent and I'm going to see if I can get an old co-host back. No guarantees, but we'll see. So anyway, hope you guys enjoy. As usual, I'm your host Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep watching TV. Like and subscribe and I'll see you later. Bye.